Okay, so good morning, everybody. Just uh, something that was Nogea yesterday. Many of us were aware of the fact that there was a uh, rainbow, and many were talking about what the bracha is and what we should do and what response we should have. Should we tell other people who maybe don't notice it on their own? So I just wanted to touch upon that very briefly. So, number one, you'll notice that the bracha on seeing a rainbow is seemingly very unusual. Normally when we make a bracha, it's very streamlined. It's very carefully curated. So we know that at the very end of the bracha, we have one theme. We know what the end of the bracha is. But here, when you come to the bracha on a rainbow, we have almost like a run-on sentence in the end. What exactly is happening there? So the Gemara actually has two different opinions how you're supposed to end the bracha. And then the Gemara says, Rapapa heard both opinions, and he said, both of them are so beautiful, and we don't know how to be machria, which one we should say, and therefore, nimrinu lechavayu, therefore, let's say both of them. This is not so unusual. The Gemara has in a few places that Rav Papa is the one who puts together two different ideas, a different Amiram, and he says, beautiful ideas, let's say both of them. So I once read B'Shem Rabbi Yashiv, I don't know, I don't remember where it was printed, but he said, you'll notice at the very end of a Siyum, we mention all the names of Rav Papa's children. So why do we talk about his children? Why don't we ever talk about anybody else's children? What's so special about the children of Rav Papa? So he said, you want to know why Rav Papa's children ended up becoming Tamir Chachamim? Because in his house, around his Shabbos table, what did he talk about? He said, I was in the base Madras this week, and I heard, this Talmud Chacham said this, and that Talmud Chacham said that, and instead of bashing the Talmud Chachamim, and saying, I don't like this one, I don't like that one, he said, everyone's opinions are so beautiful, and therefore, Nimrinu Lichavayu. He was so interested in showing his children how valuable everyone's words and opinions were, and that's why his children ended up becoming Talmud Chachamim. And that's why, by Yisim, we Bedafka want to talk about him, because he is the one who is Zochad Abbanim Tamid Chacham. So question number one is, we have a Mishnah in Pirkei Avos. The Mishnah writes in Pirkei Avos that there are ten things that were created Be'erav Shabbos Bein Hashmashos. One of them, says the Mishnah, was and on the first day of Shabbos. So one of them, says the Mishnah, is the Keshes. The rainbow was created way back when, in the days of Sheshes Himeberashes. Well, if that's the case, the Achronim asks, why do we make a special bracha Zochar Abris? Why don't we make a bracha, Osa Maisa Bereshis? When you see something that was created in the times of Maisa Bereshis, you should make that bracha, it would be more appropriate. So that's the kasha that they ask. So the answer that they give is that even though it's true, HaKadosh Baruch Hu created a keshes, Ben Hashemashos, that just means the concept of a keshes was created, Ben Hashemashos. But the first time that it ever actually came into the world, first time that it ever appeared, was Bimei Noach, after the Mabel. And therefore we make the bracha, that is relevant to what happened in the days of Noah. As we know, whenever you have a birchas hashevach, let's say I see the Yam HaGadol, says the Gemara, you make a special bracha. If I see all kinds of different things, I make a special bracha. But the Mechaber writes, it's only if I see it echad lishloshim yom. It's only if I see it once every 30 days. So what happens if there would be another storm tomorrow and then I would see another rainbow? Would I make another bracha? The answer is yes. So why is it that when we have a bracha on a big ocean or some other major natural phenomenon, you make a bracha only once every shloshim yom. But here, if you have a keshes, you would make a bracha every time. Why would that be the case? So much so, even if it was on the same day. If I saw a keshes, and then all of the clouds spread apart, and everything cleared up, and then a storm happens again, totally unrelated to the first one, we would make a second bracha even on the same day. Why would that be the case? It sounds very unusual. So the answer to that is because when you make a bracha on the ocean, it's the same ocean that was there yesterday. So you don't have such a hispilus. You're not so excited about it when you see it within 30 days. But here, the keshes is a different keshes. It's something different. You make a bracha each time 
on something different that happens. Now the Mishnebura quotes from the Chayyadam. We have a Gemara Meseches Psachim where the Gemara says, Motzi Diba Huxil, somebody who shares negative information is foolish. It's not what we should be doing. We should be sharing positive information. And therefore the Mishnebura says, since really it's a pretty big negative to see a Keshes because it means HaKadosh Baruch Hu really wanted to create the world. I'm sorry, wanted to destroy the world but decided not to because he made a bris with us so many thousands of years ago, he shouldn't really spread the information about the fact that there's a keshes out there. Those who see it make a bracha, those who don't see it don't, but really it's not something we should share with other people. That's what the Mishnapura quotes from the Chayyadam. But the most compelling question about the bracha on the keshes is the question of the Yaros Devash. Rabbi Yonas and Ibishitz asked the kasha, and that is, anybody who knows anything about science understands that the keshes has nothing to do with the bris. The keshes is a natural phenomenon. When you have rain and you have that kind of reaction, whatever it is that happens after the rain, any scientist will tell you there's a very scientific reason why the keshes comes. So why do you make a bracha? Oh, we see the rainbow, Zohar, our bris, it reminds us of the bris. This has nothing to do with the bris. This has to do with the fact that the world in its natural order creates a keshes when you have this kind of reaction. So, you could say there's no such thing as natural, which means you should be making a bracha every second of your life, but you don't, right? Kal neshama tehalokal, kal neshimo neshima, we should be making a bracha, but we don't. So why do we make a bracha here when you have a keshes? So, he says a tremendous chiddush. The Yaris Tavash, he quotes a Zara Kaddish that says that really there are two different kinds of rainbows. There's a rainbow like we saw yesterday, which is full of colors, and of course that's natural. It has nothing at all to do with the bris. However, he says, there's a second kind of keshes. Second kind of keshes he quotes from the Zerah Kaddish is when you have one that is kulo tcheles, one that is all blue. And that is the one that is Zohar Abris. Why tcheles? Because tcheles is milashon tichla, which means that destruction, kloya. And therefore he says, only when you see that kind of rainbow is it a commemoration of that which happened by the bris with Noah. When you see a normal rainbow, as we know, that's just natural. What would come out, what would emerge from that is, we would never make the bracha, because you've never seen a blue rainbow. That would be a pella. We know that nobody accepts this opinion. We know that nobody accepts this Yaris Devash, but it's a tremendous Chiddush, a very interesting Chiddush. There are some Poskim who wanted to say, based on his understanding and on his Kasha that's very compelling, maybe we should make the Bracha without Hashem of Malchus. But yet you look in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Tour, and it's very clear that you do make a Bracha B'Shem of Malchus, and he doesn't distinguish, he doesn't differentiate between these two different kinds of, of Keshes, between the two different kinds of rainbows. So the Pashtus is, whenever we see a rainbow, we do make a Bracha, and we make it with Shema Malchus, and even though he has this very natural question, which is a very compelling one, it still wouldn't stop us from doing the bracha as we normally would. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.